Hey there, I'm Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And this is Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. Where we buck the fear-based narrative and explore topics in a fun and unique way. All in service of personal growth. Welcome to Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. I am your co-host Jeff. And I'm Tatsu. And we are excited as always to bring you the topic for the week. And today's topic is patience. Oh, yeah. It's a virtue, right? That's what I hear. That's what I hear, too. Yeah. I don't know if I'm patient enough to let him explain why, but I do I do hear that. Um, all right. So you hear patience. What's your immediate reaction? When I hear it, I, he- I, I think of a word in a Japanese language called that goes gaman. It's a word called gaman, G-A-M-A-N. And it can be defined as uh, enduring the seemingly unbearable with patience and dignity. Yeah. Uh, translated as perseverance, patience, tolerance. So it's like a mixture of those things. But I remember growing up, it was always like, oh, I'm hungry. Gaman. Yeah. Or I want this, gamma. Like, oh, it hurts, gamma. You know, wait, wait, you know, going to be okay type of thing. Um, and I didn't want to be patient. I didn't want to wait, you know, especially growing up. I, I wanted it now. I wanted all that now. And it was kind of like without that, like my parents were the ones that would hold, uh, that would make me be patient. And I had like very little control over that at the time. I was trying to understand what that word meant. Um, but it was, uh, very impatient, very impatient growing up. Um, and to a point where it felt like disempowering, Mm. like I have to wait because it just, I'm just, SOL or, you know, it's just not my luck. I'm unlucky or whatever, you know? So it was a very, I had, I had a a disempowering relationship to that, to that word patience. How about you? Mm, Yeah. I mean, I, I could definitely like, I, I can resonate with being impatient. Like the more people told me or asked me to be patient, the more impatient I became. Um, It took a while to inherit that trait. And I think even now to this day, I separate patience with others versus patience with myself. a lot more patient with other, even other people's kids. Like I, you know, I coach a lot of like of my kids sports teams, you know, their rec teams, and I'm a lot more patient with other people's kids than my own kids. So if there's ever, if there's a funnel, which I'm a part of it, like my kids, my family, or me, or my business, way more impatient. Uh, externally, way more patient. Traffic, airports, grocery store lines, whatever. Like none of that actually bothers me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, from an individual standpoint, or if I had a feeling some responsibility around it, impatience is the automatic there. Yeah. There was a question like, why, why do I have to be patient? I remember thinking that. So if I'm like lit up about something, why do I have to wait until I get my Christmas present or a birthday present or whatever? And conversely, like, why do I have to wait in, in this pain of, you know, hunger or whatever, you know, like, why do I have to endure that? Like, it didn't make sense to me because I, I was feeling certain types of ways and naturally it felt like just to keep going along with that feeling. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, obviously from a simplistic kid standpoint, but even as adults, like, can we be lit up and energized and excited about something and also be patient? And, and I would say as a parent and probably your parent, your parents were saying to you it was more like, Hey, you could be excited about it, but be patient for the result. The result would be that toy or that thing you really wanted now, that Christmas present you wanted in October. Um, whatever that timeline was. And I think there's merit to that. It wasn't articulated like like that, and I don't think we would have got it if it was. And I don't even know if it's fully understood by the reaction in which we as parents say that, or as anyone says that. Um, But I think embedded in that is, hey, be patient with the outcome or the result. Like lean into the process and you will create the result. No one ever explained that to me. Mm-hmm. Other people were just like, you want everything, so just chill out and be patient. Mm-hmm. Almost as like a, like a stop. But, you know, like, why do I have to do that? Because I said so. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, I want this Christmas present. Be patient. Like, it just, mm-hmm. like, there's nothing you can say except no. <laughs> right. But it's like an automatic stopper to like little kids. Yeah, and that's it's and it's interesting because underlying what I believe my parents were trying to teach me, which was to build my character. But like how I don't know if they knew how to teach me that, aside from like trusting that patience will build your character, because <laughs> you know? I'm just focused on on that that end goal, that that result. That's it, and I don't. I'm not. I, I don't care about the growth at the time, you know, or what I could actually learn from that. The the waiting period, um, and I don't know if I was I was capable of really you know receiving that that wisdom either but um i definitely do see it as a as a stopper like stop whining or (laughs) you know i've heard that over and over like enough i got time to do it i got i got other things to worry about you know 100 and i think i don't know if we fully grasp the definition of patience but like if my kids are sitting right here and they asked me like, dad, what does patience mean? Like, I don't actually know. Like I know how I would tell to them, right? Or how I tell to myself, like 
I look at patience as like trusting the journey of the process. I don't think that's the definition if we looked at it up online. Maybe it is. Um, but to me, that's much more of something I can grasp and handle. And even as a kid, like all my kids understand that now. And even like my little, like almost six-year-old, he understands it better versus just slapping a word that might be like vague. You know, it's like you said, like your parents probably weren't equipped or knew how to teach you. For me, it's like if I can explain it and understand it, then that might be better than just spraying the word to stop the conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that definition, too. And even like, yeah, and even like the saying, like patience is a virtue. What does that even mean? Right. Like, how, how does that help me? Right. Like patience is a virtue. That's like the rock doesn't move. Got it. <laughs> like clear. All right. And like, how can right. I apply this? Right. Versus like, I think a lot of the cliches or things we have been passed down are just there to like mitigate that one thing, almost like survive that one thing and not leverage the goal behind the idea of patience. Right. Right. Because virtue being like a a moral standard and saying that patience is a virtue, it's like patience is a good moral thing for you to have. Okay, great. But what does that mean? Like you're saying. And unless you like live a certain amount of time and do and reflect on life and circumstances and situations and all of that, you really don't. You don't even know what are your moral standards like clear clearly you might have a general feeling for it like oh i don't want to hurt people and i don't want to kill people that's one of my moral standards you know but to be able to say these are my moral standards this is what i live by and you know patience is one of them too and 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 this is why this is why patience is a, a moral standard for me or why it's so important for me. Yeah. So I absolutely, it's like these, th- these things are good. Okay. Well, why? And well, how does it apply specifically to me? Right. And I'm curious, just because you said that, you know, in the example, like patience is a moral standard, like why, like what is there to gain for you practicing patience? A ton, a ton, a ton of wisdom and less suffering. Actually, I think if I don't practice or if I don't have that relationship to patience where it's empowered and I'm squeezing like the juice out of life, the, the true wisdom behind life that I could squeeze, then I'm going to continue to, to suffer more. Because as long as I'm like fighting patience, like, oh, like I really want that thing. I really want to get there, but I got to practice patience, patience. So I'm going to resist that urge or that impulse or whatever that, you know, being lit up or whatever, right. Or, or resist that pain that I'm going through. 
I'm going to try to avoid it, which is counterintuitive. Resist, well, you know, whatever resist persists. So it's like, okay, well, how do be, how do I become friends with it, and why become friends with it? And it's through experience where I am squeezing as much juice out of each experience that I could actually understand why it's important for me. Right. And then if that's a, if that's a lifelong thing, like we're saying, like it's, it's, it's about the journey and trusting the journey and the process, then it's a lifelong thing. So in that sense, whatever goal I may have is almost irrelevant. You know, if I never become that person, if I never make that much money, if I never make that much impact in my life, it's okay. I have to be able to say to myself, it's okay. If I truly do honor that definition of, of patience for myself, right? So it's like, I'm going to be in pursuit of these things. But more importantly than the outcome, it's how am I growing? What wisdom am I squeezing out of? every little thing, whether I judge it as positive or negative. Right. Yeah. No, that that's spot on because the, the goal or the result is the thing that you're in pursuit of. And ideally, yeah, sure. That'd be great to get that thing. Otherwise, like you wouldn't have said it to begin with, but mm -hmm. the, the majority of the gains between where you are now and that metric or that goal is the journey is the the stuff in between that's where you spend most of your time <laughs> you get the goal then the goal is done it's pretty quick actually mm -hmm. um but that that stuff in between that's the goal right and i think this idea of patience and you said well, it's perfect right it's a lot less suffering that's the thing that's what i resonate with being impatient the most is the like suffering and the like, like going up the wrong escalator. Like that's how it feels to me, being impatient. Mm. Like I might get there and I might get there faster, but man, is it going to be kind of painful? Mm -hmm. And then is that worth the result? Mm. The perceived result at the time? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we can demand um, more effort, you know, at times, but the impatience usually comes from frustration and frustration usually comes from a lack of faith and trust. So every time I've been impatient, I've got to catch myself and be like, does this, does this thing really matter? Or do I need this thing like right now? Or is it actually out of my control and I need to like lean back and like put in effort, but not be attached to like when and where I get the full one metric. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it reminds me of that. Um, I just thought of that, that uh, was it the marshmallow experiment with the kids. Yeah. Like you can have one now or you wait like some amount of time and then you get two later or whatever yes right and like try to teach kids patience that way it's it's still the outcome focused you'll get two if you wait not like why it's important to wait there you know 
Yeah. Like there's more intrinsic value in waiting than the extrinsic value of getting two two pieces or three pieces or whatever, right? But it's like, how do you teach that? You know? I think you teach it by the experiment itself. Like the goal in that experiment is to have them experience that. Like, oh, they proved to themselves that they can wait and they don't need that thing as much. And maybe they didn't even want it that much at the end, right? It's our thing to teach adults. Yeah. You know, d- delayed gratification is a really tough thing. And, you know, that's being patient, right? You're like all of us could, we're at the age where we could have ice cream for breakfast if we want. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You, you might be feeling that during the day. Uh, there might be a consequence to that, um, both positive and negative, right? You get to gratify your urge for ice cream in the morning, but then you have a physical and probably mental consequence of what that would produce for you, whether you're aware of it or not. So I think that's a lifelong journey. And some things we're probably like really great at because we've just been doing it for so long that it becomes a habit. Like I would probably say most of us don't have ice cream for breakfast. And, you know, we might wait till after dinner or maybe a late lunch or something. Mm. Um, why? I would argue that it's actually better to have it in the morning. You have longer to burn it off, right? It's not a logical mm. thing. It's a mm. thing that we were told that we shouldn't have. And so we've practiced delaying that thing for years and years and years. Uh, uh, right. But yet, being patient with um, a reward or a Christmas gift or something that might be a little bit out of our means financially now, that we just don't want to wait. And so we just swipe. Yeah. And and the tough thing about that is kind of we know what we know. So then we beat ourselves up for not being more patient with ourselves, with the journey. And then we don't enjoy the thing as much. Maybe. It's a it's a challenging thing. I think we're talking about goals and process and being patient and being focused on something because we all all start out externally motivated by our parents and society and teachers. If you're good, you get 10 more minutes of recess. If you're good, you get a piece of candy. So we're really only doing that thing to satisfy an even bigger urge <laughs> or desire. Mm-hmm. We don't actually see or even care about the intangibles. Uh-huh. And then we're adults. We learn that, oh, we quote unquote should be focusing on the process and not the result of the outcome. When you've had two decades plus of conditioning saying the opposite. Mm-hmm. Same with sports. Sports is a little bit of both, but everybody wants to win. Mm-hmm. And most of us will need better too. But again, how do you have both? Right? So, can you have the goal, desired outcome metric here and being focused on being better today? And tomorrow and next week through that process. And 
So it's that there's a bigger vision that needs to be developed with regard to patients and life in general. Otherwise, it's so narrow focused that you're just kind of just almost very, very limited vision, just walking in the walls in a maze, so to speak. Yeah, I do think you have to have both. I think you still need to have a goal. Uh-huh. And as, then where, when would we know if we, uh, you know, arrived in that process for mm-hmm. now? It's never done. We right. just change the goal. But like, how do we actually know how we're doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's the duality of both having the thing we're shooting for and then having that in the back of my, our mind and the front of our mind is on the process and showing up and noticing things mm. and being patient with ourselves and other people along the way. Mm. Right. Yeah. There's this, this perception of time is so intertwined with that word patience and especially with like when, when, when you hear about like goal setting and having big dreams and all that kind of stuff, um, there's this process of becoming the person that's ready for it. That we, we, we tend to want to skip over. <laughs> we just want to get, we just want to win the million dollar lottery and then all will be good. But then a, a, a vast majority lose it within the two the first two years or so because they're they don't know how to handle it, yeah. handle all the tension and and all of it, manage it. Just as an example, but so if the the journey was more emphasized as you'll get it when it's time for you to get it, and if you really want it that much, then you'll know that you really want it that much, as opposed to just like oh. Just because, you know, Jimmy down the street has it, now I want it too. Or, or is there like, do you really, really want it? Why do you really want it? And patience helps us to get clear on if we really want the thing. Because if, if we don't want the thing, then we'll, get, we'll just like move on to something else, right? Yep. But if we're always getting what we say we want right away, I think it it may lead to more confusion actually because we may not have to really think deeply about what we actually want. We're just going on like just an impulse, impulse buys. Yeah. I mean, you're spot on. There's a lot of gold on the journey of getting what we desire. And if we skip over that either luckily or, because we can choose that or whatever, then we miss most of the goal. And again, I think it comes down to commitments, you know, and knowing. A lot of this comes down to knowing. It's like, if we want our business to look like X, Y, what's that going to give us? There's probably a feeling other than something materialistic. There's some sense of accomplishment that we're seeking through goal setting or desires or wants. Whether it's a pair of pants, a car, a house, you know, the next client, whatever the thing is, we're seeking something 
Mm. Are we clear on what that is? Mm. Where we can get that? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, and I'm sure you run into this too with clients, like they thought that if they got this, they would be great. And they got mm-hmm. this, and they were not great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so knowing what you're playing for ultimately becomes a huge part in really achieving what you want, but how you want it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. There's, there's so much intertwined with this, what you just said. With like scarcity with regard to time, with not being clear what we actually want. So the comparing ourselves with other people, thinking that that thing is going to get us the same amount of attention or respect or whatever. There's, there's so much. And we hear, we hear these stories time and time again, like famous people, they got there, but then they're depressed. Yeah. Wealthy people, billionaires, they got there, but then they're, they're depressed. Yep. Very, from, from my understanding, like few, few are actually like truly deeply happy of the wealthiest people in the world. Um, it's understandable. I, I, I could see that, you know, but I still do believe that there are a lot of people that do live in a way that's helped them to grow into the person that they become and they're out there giving and um, supporting other people. Right. Um, but yeah, for myself, patience definitely has a lot to do with time scarcity, my impatience. Cause if I'm, if I don't get the thing, my time is limited on earth. If I don't get things done, then what a waste of a life. Useless. I'm useless. Like those types of things. Right. So it's like, I, I got to get there. I got to keep up. You got to keep up, get there so that I could say that I can be proud of a valuable life, whatever that meant, you know? Yep. Yeah, man. And again, our listeners come from a wide variety of backgrounds and what they're up to, but just in general, what's something that anyone listening could help support their practice or their growth around patience? Um, I think whatever perspective to take attention away from the outcome, um, to have a goal, like you said, but take, take the immediate attention away from that and to focus more on what am I learning in this moment? What am I supposed to be learning so that I can grow? I think asking myself that uh, helps a lot every day, especially when I start to feel impatient. Uh, it's not about it's not about patience or impatience. Like, what am I supposed to learn from this experience and grow from it? How about you? Yeah, I love that practice. Um, I would say, like, write out all the things you want all the things you're playing life for, whether it's like a loving relationship, a house, a car, wealth, whatever that thing is, and right next to it, like what what is the thing behind that? What's the feeling you want? What's the experience you want? 
get really clear on, clear on that because mm-hmm. I guarantee you on the way to achieving that thing, there's also a way you can achieve that feeling and experience that feeling before you actually obtain it. Uh, I love that, man. Awesome. Awesome. Well, where can the people reach out to us, contact us, connect with us? They can find all of our links in the show notes, our social media links, uh, including jeffmillercoaching.com, streaming on all widely streamed podcast platforms. Please continue to share, like, subscribe, send in your comments, send in, send us your feedback or any topics you'd like us to, to cover. Uh, and we and we love your support. Appreciate your support. Awesome, man. Well, till the next one. Till the next one. Thank you for checking out this episode of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. And if you got some value today, please subscribe and share. And we'll see you on the next one.